The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And, you know, one of the great things about talking about AI and what's happening with AI today is that we get to talk to some really great leaders in the space who are not only great thought leaders and have been thinking about and uh, AI and it's all its uh, complexities and all of the things that we're doing with it, but have been putting AI into practice. And and that's really kind of honestly the the most valuable conversations. Most of the conversations that we've had with people who are, you know, struggling with the challenges of AI. Uh, and a lot of times, honestly, it's not even the AI part that's the challenge. Most of the time, it's we hear about the data challenges people have around data collection and cleaning and all the preparation tasks, and even a lot of the organizational and change management issues. And I think a lot of times it's very helpful to hear those things from others because, well, it makes you feel like you're not alone if you are dealing with those same challenges. And if this is your first podcast, first of all, welcome to the AI Today podcast, our first AI Today podcast that is. I'm sure you've heard other podcasts, but um, you know we are going strong now. This is our fifth year, uh, over almost 250 episodes now. And we spend a lot of our time uh, really divided into three things. You no know, one, interviews with great thought leaders. I've mentioned people who are putting AI into practice, but also we have a great educational series. We spend a lot of our time from our training and from other places where we talk about uh, the various aspects of, of what AI is all about and all the various different facets of it, even diving down into data infrastructure and the challenges around data engineering. We spend a lot of that time. So definitely listen to our educational series if you haven't yet. We even talk about failures. You know, the AI failure series has been very popular. And I uh, really want to thank all of you, our listeners who have been with us for a while, because we are just seeing some really great record downloads. And we know that we're going to stick to the content that you really enjoy and give you what you really want to hear. So um, on that note, I'm really pleased and thrilled to have join us on this podcast. We have an interview, as mentioned, uh, with uh, a great thought leader who was also presenting at our Enterprise Data and AI event series that we run on a monthly basis. So I will introduce for you here, Ella Halal, who is the head of data science, engineering, revenue and growth at Shopify. Thank you so much, Ella, for joining us here on AI Today. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. I had the pleasure to be with you in the conference and it was so much fun. The people were amazing. The questions were great. Like the discussion after was amazing. Um, so it was definitely fun then, and I'm really looking forward to this chat. Yeah, we had such a great time too. And for our listeners who were not able to attend, Ella joined us for our January 2022 Enterprise Data and AI event. And I will definitely link to that in the show notes. It's uh, As always, our events are free to attend and they are available on replay, which is wonderful, uh, thanks to the virtual world. So you can register and then watch that replay and get to hear all the great Q&A. But I'd like to start, Ella, today with this podcast by having you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about your background and your current role at Shopify. Awesome. Uh, we'll definitely be happy to. So uh, hi, everybody. I'm Ella. <laughs> um, I uh, head the data teams for um, growth and revenue here at Shopify. Uh, I've been in Shopify for roughly four years. It was, It is an amazing ride. 
Uh, I joined Shopify as the director of data for PLUS and international data. These were two teams. PLUS is um, the large merchant, uh, like the the organization that supports large merchants like um, uh, Old Birds, Gymshark, Pipsy, Co., uh, staples, um, all of that are on our platform. Like um, I think Tesla merchandising also is on our platform. There's a lot uh, of uh, great name brands that are uh, there. So this is where I started. I also started with the international organization, leading the data team for the international organization, which had the mission to enable Shopify to be a perfect market fit for every merchant around the world. Uh, so we said, like, make commerce better for everyone everywhere. Uh, that was the mission of this organization. And it was amazing. And then from there, I grew into leading the data teams for uh, growth and revenue. Um, revenue is all the um, is the organization that helps merchants scale and grow in Shopify and make sure like um, we scale globally too. So like international is folding under that. Um, and then uh, growth, as you can imagine, is like the it's the organization that is focused on like enabling as many merchants in the world to come stay and grow on Shopify. So it's it focuses on acquisition and activation of merchants and making them successful. Um, prior to Shopify, maybe I'll give you a little bit of history here. Uh, prior to Shopify, I was the head of, of data in a company called Intelligent Mechatronic Systems. I'm not going to bore you with a lot of details, but I'll tell you it's a uh, uh, it was. Uh, it is a telematics company that is focused on uh, M2M machine-to-machine uh, telematics for cars um, and helps with insurance companies. Um, again, um, I am also an adjunct assistant professor at the University of Waterloo uh, in the Center of Pattern Analysis and Machine Intelligence. Um, I had like, uh, I was working on a research lab. I had the research lab. I had PhD students, master's students. We were working on different types of AI uh, uh, for different purposes. A lot of it was signal processing, um, deep learning. Um, I can talk a little bit more about the research that we have done back then. Um, and um, maybe a fun fact about me to get to know me a little bit more as a human. Um, as you can see, like I do a lot of, the um my 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 undergrad is uh, in computer engineering my master's is in computer science and my phd is in uh, machine learning uh but in addition to all of this math that i did all my life i actually love to paint and i'm not so bad at it i did have few exhibits and few of my pieces sold it was for charity reasons so i'm not sure if buying them was charity too but uh i have few of my artwork got sold in different occasions actually so it's 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 a lot of fun for me that's pretty cool well it makes me think i'm like huh, maybe for our podcast image <laughs> background <maybe laughs> if you post some of your artwork that would be kind of cool or maybe you can do something in your biopic with your art that'd be fantastic so uh, Sorry, before we go, I don't think I did a good job introducing what Shopify is. I did talk about oh. myself, but maybe maybe <laughs> let me give a little bit more introduction of like what Shopify is if you don't know Shopify. So Shopify is a commerce platform, like with a mission of making commerce better for everyone. Um, it has millions of merchants um, on, on, the, on the platform. Um, we, we are currently operating in over 175 uh, countries. 
it's actually huge GMV. It's like the amount of uh, merchandise sold on Shopify is over uh, $450 billion uh, last year. Uh, we roughly have about 7,000 employees, or actually more than 7,000 employees. And we have about 7,000 uh, apps in our app stores. And the way we try to think about it is if you want to start, like if you want to follow your dream and like thrive for financial independence or like, you can just come in and start super easy your store. We're going to have everything that enables your commerce journey. We're actually going to use like all the resources that we have to help you succeed through through that. And we're able then to, to, to grow your business on our platform. That's, that's the mission of Shopify is empowering as many entrepreneurs as we can to succeed and to live their, uh, their dreams uh, because there's so much power to that. I can one time tell you the story of how actually I learned about Shopify back in the day, but um, maybe another time. But that's maybe a little bit about Shopify if you don't know it. Uh, it's, it's, I actually think it's the mission is so cool. We have done a lot of economical research about uh, the impact of Shopify in the world. Uh, there is a, a, a paper published about that from Deloitte. I actually think it's worth reading because um, it's pretty rare to work in a place where... Um, you do cool technical stuff, but also like do good in the world and like, and it's measurable, quanti quantified good uh, by third party. So it's just like, it was super exciting to see that. Well, great. Well, that's fantastic. And I'm, I'm sure our listeners may, may want to know, maybe, maybe they haven't heard of Shopify, although Shopify is becoming pretty big. <laughs> and as, as we were telling Ella before we started this podcast, that enterprise data AI event that we had was actually one of our most popular, you know, in terms of numbers, we had hundreds of people, you know, come to that live event. You know, usually you get like hundreds of thousands of people like for a multi-session, multi-day conference, but just for that one, one and a half hour event, we had hundreds of people and they were very active, very, very interested. Uh, I think in part because of, of Shopify's brand. I, I think that that's part of it. And of course, an interesting story is I've actually known Shopify and the founder Toby goes all the way back uh, to the late 2000s <laughs> when uh, I think he was selling snowboards online. I mean, it's a crazy story, uh, that whole thing. And I had some uh, inventory management software startup that uh, ended up not going over very well, but we won't spend too much, much time talking about that. Let's talk about AI and automation. And I think really the first question is, is really the role of AI and automation at Shopify. So, so how are you seeing AI being used, implemented, you know, the range of applications for AI and, and automation, which, you know, related to, but not the same as AI, you know, but it plays that supporting role. How do you see it impacting Shopify and its customers? Um, that's an, that's a great question. And let me start by saying, oh my goodness, there is so many applications of data, data products, uh, data automation and AI across Shopify uh, from the smallest things um, like an internal tooling all the way to like merchant facing uh, data products. So maybe let me unfold a little bit more of the spectrum that I was describing. So for example, at the company of the scale, size and complexity of Shopify, where we're running billions and billions of dollars through our ecosystem, uh, we need to understand our performance effectively. So um, I remember the talk that I gave 
uh, a couple of months ago was about like forecasting and how we were able to build effective forecasting for Shopify to be able to track how it's performing compared to its baseline. Um, so like forecasting is actually, and the way we build that was an ML model based on um, uh, regression uh, for uh, using profit, right? Like profit um, library from Facebook. Um, so this, this is even like, I'm just giving an, an internal tool that will help us understand our number. We also build a lot of like internal automation tools that is have AI and intelligence embedded into it. So we have a tool that is called the grid, for example. And this is like more of a dashboard that is able to show you all the different important metrics and segments. But I think the key of it here is the fact that it has anomaly detection and alerting to, to the different uh, anomalous behavior, which is again essential. And we were able to build that using again, um, machine learning models that are surfaced in production. Um, take you all the way to like value propositions for our merchants from um, capital offering. So for example, Shopify has this product that um, if you're a merchant on Shopify, it offers you different capital loans so that you can actually grow uh, your business and different phases of time. It um, it does that. And that's all based on AI. So like eligibility analysis, uh, making sure like the risk analysis, all of that is done on Shopify. We do, again, other solutions like that when it comes to fraud detection, when it comes to uh, different types of like recommendation engines across the platform from your onboarding task list. This, this is personalized to how you search for apps on the platform. There's so many different applications. If you step back, I can see them into like um, automation using AI to understand the business, automation to save the merchant's time and effort, and then automation to actually help the merchant scale. Um, so these are the things that I see mainly, and um, that's 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 how we currently like lean into the different solutions. Yeah, that's interesting, and I like how you break it down. You know, because automation is not just okay. It, let's automate things. Whatever you need to say. Okay, what are what are you doing, and what are the processes that are in place? And I like how you break it down and say, well, there's automation for this, and there's automation for that, and we take different approaches. Um, where you know you need to be thoughtful in that. Because you want to make sure, you know, whatever it is that you implement, you want to make sure that you're doing it correctly. And if you're automating something, make sure you're automating a task that's going to be worthwhile or that's going to drive some sort of benefit. So, you know, I, applying this a little bit more broadly, how are you leveraging advanced analytics at Shopify as well? Um, yeah, so that's that's actually quite um, interesting because we... we at the examples I gave, we are sometimes using even AI to help power. Like anomaly detection can be assumed as like, hey, now it's alerting and that helps the analyst to pick up that and even unfold the layers of the onion. Um, we have on the platforms that I was just describing, which is called the grid, we do have this anomaly detection. And then the anomaly detection actually works dynamically based on the suspicious behavior. So we have another machine learning model that feeds into it. And if there's like a suspicious behavior, it, it flags or doesn't flag, even if the metrics from an anomalous side doesn't show. So um, the truth is, in general, our mindset is we're, we are merchant obsessed. And what we're trying to do is to enable um, 
a technology technologies that enterprise businesses only have, and we want to enable it to every single merchant around the world. And for us to do this, we're also applying that mindset in our own internal tooling to be able to power us to move fast. And we take our learnings and feed it back to our merchants. So for example, if we want to understand how our funnel looks like, this is advanced analytics, this is analytics. But for us to do that, like we can go by hand and pull queries or look on a dashboard or follow that. But we can also do a push approach where we have proper alerting, proper um, funnel tracking, um, like again, anomaly detection, suspicious lead, as I said, because these does impact our funnel. And we take this learning also and we build similar insights. So for example, there is the in-context insights that we just shipped a few, like about a month ago for our merchants. So our merchants have these dashboards that enable advanced analytics out of the box in their product. So they can understand how their business is operating. This is actually quite interesting because if you think about it, data scientists are pretty expensive humans. Not everybody can afford to have a bunch of data scientists running into slice and dice. Um, and the insights, when you're growing a business, every second matters because most of these are like small business owners who literally work out of their kitchen or their garages. And like they're having a family and they're like taking care of kids and doing school runs. And they're doing all of that in the same time as they're running their business, which is a 24 hour demand. And for them to do to be able to do that, like seconds matter. And when you don't have the luxury to have like somebody to assist, having automation and tooling that even gives you that insight is a big deal. So in context, um, insights is like a, a form of advanced analytics that have like a specific dashboard that summarizes a lot about your business in context for, for all merchants. And as the merchants scale, there's more and more tooling. So we have something called flow, which is like similar to um, conditional behavior. If this happens, do this and stuff like that. So again, you can automate further and further um, to be able to understand, follow, track your business. And of course we apply similar techniques but at the scale of Shopify for Shopify itself. And I gave you the example of the grid, the funnel, the anomaly detection, and like the suspicious, the suspicious behavior um, in, on our platform. Well, great. That's that's a lot of really great insight. You know, I think that um, people may not be aware of the scope of all the ways that organizations as large as Shopify and with as much traffic, as much transaction volume uh, as Shopify have. And that actually sort of leads me into the next question because uh, people might be thinking, okay, well, you know, maybe they, they, they're, they're hearing about AI projects that may or may not be implemented in, maybe in pilots or proof of concepts and sometimes in large scale. But, you know, um, this is an opportunity to, to actually hear from someone who's putting AI into larger operations. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about your insights about what does it take to, you know, put and apply AI and machine learning into operation at scale and dealing with large volumes of data and also rapid uh, decision making. And, you know, when you're talking about fraudulent transactions, it's not like you need a next day report or a next, that's too late, right? So, yeah. so maybe, maybe you could talk about some of those insights. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So first of all, like I would encourage all the, the listeners to go check the talk because in the talk, I also gave like a detailed recipe of what we did for forecasting at the scale of Shopify. But I can share a little bit, uh, some insight on like what, what, what I would recommend there. So first of all, 
at the end of the day, it's not about machine learning particularly. It's not about a specific technique. All of these are tools in our toolbox. The way I try to think about it is I always step back and say, what's the problem that Shopify needs me to solve at this minute? And then try to really understand what good looks like. And I think this is actually what, what was my recommendation in, 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 in the talk uh, in January was like, first thing is like need to understand like, what do you want to get out of this? Because your approaches might really differ. And it's so easy if you have a hammer to think everything is a nail. The truth is everything not is not a nail. Sometimes simplified solutions work. Sometimes conditional solutions work or hashes work. You don't need to build a full search algorithm, right? Like, um, so start by understanding the problem. Second, start simple. Because starting simple will create for you a baseline understanding of what performance you can get at the moment. And then start adding complexity and iterate quickly. So start saying, okay, I ship this. This is my baseline performance. What's next? What can I do after? What's the next complication? And don't go from a if then else condition to a deep learning. Like don't, don't do that jump. Don't go like, just go like first, maybe like I'll do some um, regression. Uh, maybe I will do some line fitting, like start simple and iterate over time and then apply more sophisticated techniques as needed. Because at most of the time for the speed and complexity of the business, um, like it depends on the problem space, but like, 80% accuracy is going to be fine. You don't need the 99.9999 that we get into research. Sometimes you do, don't get me wrong, but sometimes also like 70%, 80%, 90%, it depends on the problem space, is going to be better than nothing. So start from something and then iterate. Um, always, always, always um, hedge for drift. So like build your, productionize your solution in the sense of have enough tracking of the solution in production. So if you make wrong assumptions, you don't wait until like um, things drift badly or solutions tend to underperform. Make sure that you have a gut check on assumptions um, and, and keep on iterating and seeing where you can enhance. One thing that I will tell you and like put it in the head of everybody, like every machine learning model is based on some statistical assumptions. Don't go randomly throw machine learning models into any problem. Well, I know, well, that sounds like cool. Let me just throw it in there. It doesn't work this way. You need to understand what statistical assumptions the machine learning model is based on. And based on that, see if your data set um, or like whatever like data that you have, have this assumptions um, true for them. And if they are, then you apply the machine learning model. Otherwise, you need to pick another one that actually has the right statistical under um, uh, foundation, like distribution so that you can apply it. So yeah, these are, these are going to be like my four biggest tips, which is like, again, like focus on the problem and understand like what it looks like. Uh, start simple, ship and iterate quickly, measure the drift, and last one, maybe it's five. Uh, and last one is like, understand your statistical um, distribution of your data to be able to pick the right algorithms for it. That's a great recap. And, you know, I think it's really important. You also have that insight that, you know, you can understand from a really large organization, you have lots of data. And I think that others can learn from that, you know, especially even if you don't have a lot of 
uh, data right now, or you're looking to grow into a large organization, what is it that you need to be thinking about and how can you really apply machine learning at scale? So those are great tips. And this has been such a great podcast. We always love to end our podcast interviews with the same question because we get such varied responses from all of our guests. So I'm looking forward to hearing your response. As a final note, what do you believe the future of AI is in general and its application to organizations and beyond? Um, That's actually a very interesting question. And as I sit and reflect on that, um, it's quite interesting the potential things that we continue to see and offer. Uh, I think we have done leaps in where we are. I think we all now expect some level of personalization. So when you have a tool that is not personalized to your journey, you're like, what's what's wrong with this? Why is it doing that? Because now we're all um, used to and expecting that. I think the biggest thing that is going to be game changer is like this. um, Okay, so that's if, if I stand back and think about a future of like 20 years from now or so. I would say I think emotional intelligence would be a key. So like making sure that like the system doesn't only uh, optimize but based on like your um, previous history on the site or something like that, but also your current state of mind. I think that would be a very interesting thing. It's a very researchy thing at the moment. Uh, there's not a lot of companies that ever applied that, but I, um, there are some attempts, but nothing like it's fully uh, at a massive scale. But it's going to be quite interesting to see how that um, adopts over time. Um, also, I think there's a super like so much strength in a unified experience across everything that you do. So if you have something that uh, works on one thing, it works on everything else. And like being able to uh, automatically adapt and understand what you're expecting from it and on these different uh, platforms at these different points in time, um, I think it's it's also going to make uh, experience magical. Uh, so there's a there's a lot that is coming um, in the long term. There's also a lot that's coming in the short term. Like uh, we are just scratching the surface. Like I can talk for Shopify. We are doubling down on making sure that like um, that we are building the best solutions for our merchants that helps them grow and become their partner as they. Uh, iterate. So um, there's a lot of amazing products that are data powered uh, coming down the pipeline, which is so exciting. Well, that's fantastic. You know, as a matter of fact, I, and I think that's maybe one of the things that people don't really uh, estimate or or guess about companies like Shopify that that you that you're also working on data products, as it were, right? You may people might be looking at Shopify and organizations like that and say, oh, you know, e-commerce, e-retail, and then of course maybe all the supporting things, but not realizing. That when you're an organization with 7,000 employees, as you mentioned, and a, going by memory, 450 something billion dollars in, in transaction revenues, you're, you're building products internally, uh, but also for your customers, right? Uh, to That are basically dependent on data. So these data products. And I think that's cool because you're doing a lot of the things that uh, many other data organizations are doing. You know, we talk about organizations like Twitter. Um, and you know, Twitter being a social media organization, that's what people like to think about organizations like Twitter. But actually, you know, Twitter's primary product is data, and they sell that to advertisers. And all of us fabulous users of Twitter, as they say, we are not the customer, we are the product. 
<laughs> and our attention is what's being sold, right? So organizations, you know, so even Twitter has a whole big organization that builds data products uh, for the benefit of their internal people and for their customers. So I think it's really cool for people to understand uh, that from the perspective of an organization like Shopify. So, um, as you know, you did a fantastic job here on the podcast, as mentioned, you know, uh, for those of you of our listeners who are interested in seeing some of the things, one of the great things about a webinar and some of our online events, which are in the style of webinars is that you can actually see stuff, not just listen to stuff. So you can watch the presentation that Ella did. She, she, she had some great slides and she gets into some very specific detail. I don't think we get, we, we get a little mathematical. We don't get, you get super. Uh, technical, but there is some good stuff in there for those of you who are listening. And for many of you, if you are, uh, you know, business people and, you know, uh, organizations that are like Shopify, we hope you guys got a lot of out of it. But some of our listeners, you are maybe data scientists <laughs> yourselves, data engineers, maybe working your way in the, in the progress. So if you're looking for an organization, perhaps even to, to be working with or working for. I always know that companies like Shopify are hiring. So I'm just putting that out there uh, into, the, into the world. So uh, again, a big thank you uh, to Ella for joining us here on the AI Today podcast. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Um, and um, it's always great chatting with you guys. And um, yeah, um, I will echo what you said is like, we are, we're, we're doing our best to build um, a great, great empowering product for um, anybody who wants to build an e-commerce business or a commerce business worldwide. So it's not even an e-commerce thing only. So um, if somebody's interested to come and join, please do like we're hiring, we're scaling um, and we would love to have you on board. Um, it's, it's honestly a very fun ride. Perfect. Well, hopefully our listeners will take you up on that. So stay tuned. They may be pinging you. And listeners, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Ella, thank you so much for the interview today and for joining us at our Enterprise Data and AI community. I will link to that in the show notes. We've referenced it many times today. So hopefully if our audience was not able to join that, they can go. Also, as always, go to dataaiconf.com, dataaiconf.com. You can uh, find that event plus all of our upcoming events as well. We have uh, monthly featured presenters from a variety of different organizations. Uh, all of the talks are really great, but as we mentioned, Ella's was phenomenal. So I definitely encourage you to check that out. And please make sure to rate us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform if you are if you like listening to the AI Today podcast and subscribe as well so that you can get notified of all of our future episodes. We publish at least weekly and we release new episodes every Wednesday. So definitely, uh, if this is your first time, thank you so much for listening and please do catch us again. And if you're a regular listener, thanks for continuing to tune in and we'll catch you at the next episode. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. 
For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.